everybody. This is Brad with Couch Co-op, and we got a Manny here. We're back. And we got a special episode. LaCringe is back. What a better way to come back from a hiatus than when LaCringe, you know? I know, and like, it was really funny because the last episode we did do, I think I like talked mess about other podcasts, being like, yeah, we can't take breaks because, you know, we're new. And we took like two weeks off. Okay, but to be fair, when your Arab father comes into town, there's no room for a podcast. That's so true. We were too That's busy, so like, sweeping the walls. Yes, Baba. Yes, Baba. Yes. <laughs> I agree. Yes. Like... That's something that no one really talks about. Like, as an adult, when your parent comes to your house, you have to, like, live in this facade of who you really are. Like, do I actually clean all the crevices of the refrigerator? No. But you know what? When dad comes to town, (laughs) it's spotless. I know. He probably thinks, like, my poor hands... Are like constantly just wet because I'm always washing dishes. That's not the case. I mean, there's been times when there's been piles in that kitchen, but you know, he thinks like I'm always washing dishes. It's not the case. Like, of course, I always wake up at 4:30 a.m. and sweep the whole house. Of course, we get really mad at our dogs when they poop on the floor. I mean, to be fair, like I get like secondhand embarrassment from my dogs. Yeah. Because, you know, we have Cookie, the big dog pug, barking at shadows. Yeah. (laughs) And then Dolly, the schnauzer mutt, just looking like she rolled out of a dumpster every day. He just wants love. Yeah. And so that's fun. But he did did like the cat. Everyone likes the cat. I think it's because he's large. He is very big. Pippin is big. When people see him, their first reaction is like, that's a big cat. That it, in like, I'm always like, yeah, and we don't feed him a lot. He gets fed a cup a day. I feel like a cat. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, I don't eat much. I just have like a bag of hot Cheetos like, and lay like, around. I just like have like that whole thing in Nutella. It's not a big deal. It's <laughs> That was the best part, though, about my dad coming over is that he went grocery shopping for yeah. him, right? Because he was here for so many days. It's like courtesy, right? Yeah. But he left all the groceries, and it's like snacks I would never buy myself, but thoroughly enjoy. It's like, oh, wow, we have a whole container of Nutella we have to finish. Yeah, Nutella cheese sticks. Cheese sticks, Mixed yeah. nuts. Like, yeah. I don't think about buying these things, but he has a Costco membership that he always shames us for not having, but... Yeah. You know what? He's got the mix bag. And mix. Those mixed nuts are so good, too. There's like, beauty in it. They're like keto, keto friendly. Keto snack. Whatever. I'm like, man. Okay. That's starting off the new LaCringe. Hit me with it. I, and I wasn't even planning on talking about it. Okay. The keto diet. Makes you cringe? Yeah. When I see people like, like getting a stick of butter and rolling yeah. it in anything but the bagel seasoning and then just eating it during lunchtime. It's terrible for you. With like a piece of cheese? It's just uh it's just a modified Atkins diet. It's like modified in the worst way. Yeah. They're like, Oh, look at me, I'm eating a fat bomb. I'm like, with all but- respect, that's literally cream cheese with like coconut oil that sounds great and sugar i want to be i want a fat bomb (laughs) they're like 
It doesn't matter. There's no carbs. But that's like... But like, I'm sorry. I'm a carby. Like, a carb Barbie. Uh. I <laughs> love carbs. Pasta, I'm your girl. Rice, I'll make it and eat it every day. Don't even get me started about potatoes. Potatoes. I don't understand how people don't understand that your brain literally needs carbs to function. It's like, I think, like, the whole concept of keto was, you know, your your body's going into ketosis, right? And it's like your body go like, your brain goes into, like, um, survival mode, Yeah, I guess. So, like, the way they look at it as, the, you look at the great, like, the an, our ancestors, like, they basically lived off of fasting. Because they would eat, and then they would, they would have to hunt for their food, so they would go seven days without eating. Yeah. You know, and that's where it it stems from. It's stupid. But, like, we live in a modern day where we don't need to do that. Well, it's like, why? Why? Like, there's no way you enjoy life, and there's no way that your arteries aren't clogged. Well, I mean, if you really look at it, too, like, keto is a form of the Atkins diet. Yeah. The guy who invented Atkins died (laughs) on his own diet. Well... I don't know if you've um, actually seen, I, th- I believe it's Vanity Fair. And they okay. do these interviews with actors, actresses, like just really famous people. What do you eat in a day? That is Vanity Fair, yeah. And I think the craziest diet I've seen is Gwyneth Paltrow's. Like, I kid you not. She told me about this. Homegirl okay. drinks bone broth. And then she has a handful of nuts. And a salad. And that's it. She's consuming, like, less than 500 calories a day. And they ask her, like, oh, well, what do you do to, like, stay active? She's like, well, I like to do yoga and walk nine miles. I'm like, okay. So that's why when you turn sideways, you literally disappear. Got it. Yeah. She's not even... She's walking off her calories. So... That's crazy. I'm telling you, I don't understand how people can be Gwyneths. I am I am a self-proclaimed carby for life. I think people just like it's a it's a disorder, you know. You want to look like they feel like they have to like look a certain way, so they obsess over it and like they're gonna do whatever they can to get that way. Keto is a way to kind of give that illusion that you're eating what you want. But you're in ketosis. Honestly, the best diet culture, which is that's terrible to even say. Yeah. Is was when we were kids and our moms would buy all of those like slim fast <laughs> Weight Watcher snacks. Oh my god, yes. They were so good. Like the little like the uh the Oreo cookie ones. And they were like the thin bread. crisps. Do you remember? Yes. I ate so many of those. I ate so many. Like we finished, me and my brother would finish the whole box to where it wasn't even like calorie smart anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like I was eating 800 calories of Weight Watcher cookies. Well, they had this one that was like an apple fritter kind of thing. Yes, it was a bar. Yes. I ate probably four of those in one sitting. Like, I, I was like, how many points is this? Don't care. Yeah, I'm like, I don't even know how this point system works. Just give me them. Wasn't that, like, actress Kirstie Alley? She was the one who she was a pushed it. Yeah. yeah. She, like, you know, like, she gained all of her weight back and lost it again. Gained but, like, the Weight Watcher shakes were actually pretty, 
pretty tasty. Or was but, it shakes? Or yeah, it was slim shakes. Fast. It was slim fast shakes. Yeah, and they were like associated with with uh, Weight Watchers. But yeah, no, that was like the best diet culture for me as a kid because I ate all the snacks all the time. <laughs> well, in like it kind of like to be all seriousness though, it didn't promote starving yourself or anything. It just it gave you like it was counting calories, but like in a Which fun is way. Bad still. It is, but you kind of it, it helps you be conscious. Oh, but. I don't think you remember these bad boys. What? The little crisps. They were like the uh, the puffy cheese crisps. I had those in the purple bag. Yes. Yes, I remember those. Man, it was like just subtle enough to where you could eat the whole bag and not feel any shame. And they were like 70 calories. I still remember 70 or 60 calories on the bag. Yeah. And I was like, man. I can't multiply yet, so. <laughs> I had like five of these. I think I'm okay. I think I'm still within my points. It's so funny. You know? Like, it's <laughs> funny that there's probably a line of, like, people our age who went through the same thing. Because their parents oh, yeah. all ate that. But now I feel like there's kind of a rejection of that. Kind of. Because one of the trends that I've been seeing a lot on TikTok is the trad wife trend. And it's just like like abbreviation for traditional wife. So yeah. these like 50s, 60s housewives aesthetics are coming back. And along with that's coming these like really over the top dinners where you have like the meatloaf, the mashed potatoes, and then a pie. So it's kind of odd. It's like women are still being expected to like look this certain way. Yeah. And men can just enjoy it. So we're we're kind of going in a really weird direction in life right now. That is weird. Like that's and like you showed me that and I was like what did you just show me like a video cuz I remember you watching you're watching a TikTok in response to the trad wife trend. Yeah. And I was like can you just show me what this is? And yeah. like when you showed me it I'm just like why? Like not only are they f- like following the ideals yeah. But they're also dressing that way. Yeah, and I'm not, okay, like, when I say this, I say this, uh, take this with a grain of salt. I'm not trying to def- offend anyone. But, like, in the 50s and 60s, I'm pretty sure the husbands of that time, you know, verbally abuse their wives pretty often. In the wives, I don't even know if it was verbal. I think a lot of times it was, it was just un- unintentionally <laughs> ignoring them and expecting yeah. them to do things. Well, that was the thing. In that time period, too, we ignored, you know, mental health and, yeah. you know, uh, some vital things we do not ignore today. So I don't think you can't go back well, and be. Not even that. How? How can you expect your wife to follow this trend? I mean, that you're, it implies that she's staying at home. Yeah. No one can survive on a single income. No, yeah, that's the thing, too. Like, you can't, in today's world, you can't survive on a single income. It's, like, impossible. I'm sorry. I'm not going to go to work in a 1950s dress with multiple layers underneath of tulle, my hair done in pin curlers, full face makeup, and then come home and make you dinner as you sit there with your feet up. Yeah. There would be an increase in female serial killers. Yeah, there would, because, you know, they always say, like, serial, female serial killers kill with intent. Yeah. That's why there's not that many of them. But it's also, like, super taboo for a woman to be a serial killer. No, yeah, they show it. Like, men are actually, we're psychologically 
more likely to be a psychopath than well, because a woman. men are impulsive. Don't act like you read what I read. They are, yeah, that's why. Workers well, are so I, impulsive. I know. Women, even like when it comes to like suicide, women think about it a lot longer than men. Yeah. And it's been proven that men are like, that's why men usually like shoot themselves or jump, things like that. Yeah. Because it's an impulse versus women who think about what they're going to look like when they're found. That's so true. I never thought mm-hmm. about that. But back to the trad wife. It doesn't make any sense. It's super strange. Like, I get it. Maybe that's great for some people. Like, you want to live that lifestyle? But I, what I think is weird is that men are glorifying it on TikTok. That is weird. I think it's more of they, like, they... I'm trying to figure out, like, the right way to put this. I would just, like, say submissive. I guess it would be submissive. It is definitely submissive. Like, they want their wives to be submissive, but, like, whenever their wives want want attention and things like that, they don't want to do it. Well, and I think a big part of it is because the world is changing so much right now Mm -hmm. that we're desperately seeking nostalgia yeah we are and i think that that kind of goes back to that it makes them feel safe yeah but then there's also that implication that you have to be a man and i don't know if many are ready for that no and that's i think that's the thing too it should be a double-edged sword okay you want traditional wife well she wants a traditional husband yeah that means you are going to work a full-time job, and then if it's not enough because your wife is staying at home... You work another job. Or three. Yeah. And I don't think the guy, the men today, the guys today, were willing to do that. At no. all. I don't yeah. think guys are. I think guys, especially today, were like, nah, we want to play our Call of Duty. Exactly. And hang out and watch our football games. And Well, and then there's also that expectation that the man covers finances. Yeah. And like... I know us, like, I'm financially savvy, but even, like, a lot of my friends, like, they are the financially savvy ones in their relationships with their husbands. They cover, well, it's not like they're making all the money, but they, like, allocate all the money to where it needs to go. Yeah. And make sure that everything's covered and they have investments and things like that. Yeah. And their husbands just kind of, like, work, you know? Yeah, how cool, like, I trust you, do whatever you gotta do. Yeah, but if you're doing that trad wife trend you you as a man you have to be ready that for that role. yeah that's so true to think about that very leave it to beaver esque yeah it just it just makes no sense like why even why do that i don't understand like what's the point of it well it's we're in this really polarized time period of stereotypes yeah where it's kind of like hypocritical because people are saying oh be whoever you want do whatever you want but even like moms Another trend that I saw was, what what type of mom are you? Are you a silky mom? Are you a crunchy mom? Or are you... I mean, there's so many different variations. Yeah. But I believe it was like, the silky mom is the mom who just lets everything go. So, if your kid wants to be on their iPad, you let them be on their iPad all day. If they want to have chicken nuggets for dinner... They don't like vegetables. You're going to let them do that. And then on the opposite side is the crunchy mom who's like, you're not having red dye. You're not having sugar ever. You're going to have um, honey or agave syrup instead. You can only play with wooden toys because plastics are going to give you cancer. 
so you have, like I said, these really polarized times in terms of stereotypes. I have a family member, not to like go off topic with that, but I have a family member who uh, has been posting on social media that they have done that. Done what? They like have they have uh, completely got rid of red dyes and all this stuff, and like their diets with their kids and themselves, and like mm-hmm. they're constantly complaining about the prices. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Well, I mean, yeah, it's really expensive. Yeah, they're like, well, you know, it's just so expensive for raw honey. I'm like. Yeah. Locally sourced. The bees are actually, we pet them before yeah. we take their honey. Yeah. <laughs> like, duh. <laughs> like, yeah, it's really expensive. But, no, I I think that, I think you really nailed it, though. We are searching for nostalgia. We're, I think we're searching for nostalgia and we're searching for acceptance. Yeah. I think that's what it is. Because it's just, we live in a real, I mean, it doesn't take any, anyone knows how crappy of a time we're living in right now. Yeah. And I think that whatever you can do to, like, take your mind off of it, you're going to do. And I guess that's one of the things now is, like, labeling yourself a certain label and really honing in on it. Well, it's just so odd because they're both equally cringe, right? Yeah. Like, you don't want to be friends with a parent who brings their own, like, healthy snacks to a birthday party. Like, just let little, whatever their names are, Forrest and Jezebel, eat the... <laughs> oh, my God. Eat the cupcake with the blue icing, right? Like, they, yeah. don't, they don't need to be the one child eating locally sourced honey popsicles at the birthday party. Yeah, you're bringing your... Yeah, you don't... You know? Uh, yeah. But you also don't want to be the silky mom who has feral children. Running around with a big red and a bag of, I don't know, Funyuns. And their hair's like wet or something. Yeah. And, you know? <laughs> and they have like their iPad glued to their face. Yeah. And you they, know? They have smeared cupcake all over their face. Like, wh- wh- how? why is it so hard to just find a balance? Because if you find a balance, you're no longer like on a team. But I feel like my nieces and nephew are, like, normal. Yeah, but you got to think, like, our our family, they don't really care about that. Yeah. I I really could not see, you know, our our sister-in-law being like, I'm a silky mom. I'm a, you know, like, I feel like she doesn't care. I think. I'm going to ask my sister next time I see her. Yeah. What kind of mom are you, silky? Smooth? She's like, what is that? Crunchy? (laughs) Yeah, she's confused. (laughs) No, I think. It's like you're talking about peanut butter. You yeah, know? yeah, it, it, but I think that's the thing. What like, kind of mom are you? Look at these jiffy brands. You have these people who are really just, eat, life isn't great, so why not put yourself, you know, in affiliation with a group? Yeah, because then you have, like, the Stanley girlies. Yeah, you get, yeah. You have the Owala That's what a Manny has girlies. right now. She has a Stanley in Owala now. <laughs> okay, my Stanley is my home cup. Okay. Because the straw is not sanitary for public. Okay. Do you have water in your Stanley, too? No. I think I'm going to start putting, like, my special drinks in my Stanley. Oh, okay. You know, like, Crystal Lights. Oh, Crystal Lights. Yeah. Because, you know, when you put, like, flavor drinks in a cup, it changes the flavor of the cup. It's just, I don't know if it's just in my head. You might be true. You might be onto something there. I don't know if that's scientifically proven. 
but I could see it. I, I don't know, whatever. But Myawala, you can cover where you drink from. It's pretty cool. So pretty cool. you can take it to the gym or to work or to other places. You know, and, and the colors are fun. They are. Yeah, it's cool. It's a nice, it's a cool cup. I mean, I just got it, and they're cheaper than Stanley's. Yeah. And, like, I'm not going to get knocked out at Target for trying to buy one. So, yeah. What, like, what? Like, I know this is, like, cringe. I know what you're saying. What demon possessed <laughs> these women to no. go to Target and fight no. each other for a red Stanley cup? I was going to ask. <laughs> I was going to ask. What made it so popular? I wish I could tell you. Like. But I I, I really just want to say it's TikTok. Okay. Because it's legit like every other metal cup we've had for the past 10 years just with a handle. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's Hydro Flask with a straw. Yeah, and, and it handle. has like a, it looks like a Sphinx. <laughs> it's the logo, which, what is that? Like, why is a Sphinx the logo of Stanley? I don't know. Your sister was telling me, like, the history of Stanley Cups the other day. Was she really? Yeah. And she was like, yeah, it's actually American-owned. And she was, like, telling me all these facts. And I was just like, oh, okay. She knows, she knows like, such random stuff. All of y'all do. I know. That's, I, I, I think this is a television. We watch so much TV growing no. up. Really? It's just, no. like, we just, uh, <laughs> we just hold on to the useless information. Well, yeah, but also, you know how, like, ADD runs in families? Yeah. Well, one of the signs of someone being ADD is having a hyperfixation and learning everything about a certain topic. That's like And then sharing the information. I feel like we're all slightly, slightly there. Yeah, let's see. That's like everyone in my family. Yeah. (laughs) Like. Yeah. Like, your brother, he'll tell you everything about ocean fishing and sharks yeah shelby is your sister she's like the social media goddess right yeah so she she knows everything about social media social trends astrology etc and then your other brother he knows everything about like basketball shoes fashion he's like real into that yeah he's super into that and then you're into useless information about the eagles that is not true. What are you into? I mean, you recite facts about Jason Kelsey. Jason Kelsey movies. Hey, I like movies. Baby boy went to his brother's football game. The picture of him shirtless is going around the I, internet. I've gotten that picture like three times today. Because you look just like him. Yeah, I know. I've been told. It's sad too because he's retired now. You know? But, you know, I feel like we're seeing him in his best life right now. Oh, yeah. I mean, you got to think, like, he doesn't he doesn't have to, you know, go against, you know, 300-pound dudes anymore. Yeah. You know, he's, he's going to, he made, like, I think what I saw was he made, like, $90 million Well, and you career. know that he's not done done, right? He, they still have their podcast. Yeah. And then he'll probably end up getting offered to do something like with sports commentary. commentary. Yeah. He's, well, I was just thinking that because, like, he's too um, likable. Well, I don't know. I know people on here probably don't listen to our, listen to sports or anything, but Michael Strahan, he is, he is on Good and Morning America. 
He is on a bunch of like commentaries for ESPN. Do you remember when I mixed up Michael Strahan? With Michael, Mike Tyson? <laughs> yeah, I totally forgot about that. It's yeah. the gap. It's the gap. It's they the both gap. have a gap. They do. And their names are very similar. It, yeah, I agree with that. They're both it's Michaels. Like, that's so true. Okay, that's true. I didn't give you credit there. Because <laughs> I'm just saying like with him, I was just thinking about the other day because I saw him on Good Morning America. Yeah. And I was like, man, like he He's retired so nice. from football. Yeah. Like 15 years ago. He's still relevant. And he's still relevant. And he's like, I mean, no one even knows he played for the New York Giants. Well, doesn't Mike Tyson do like boxing commentary? Mike Tyson? Yeah. No, I, he like has his own podcast. Yeah, but you stuff. see what I mean? Like, yeah. He's a personality too. Yeah. So I think Jason Kelsey will transition into that really well. Oh, yeah. Because he's likable. Yeah. I mean, he's going to be. Well, he's likable, but he's also like an average Joe. Yeah. Like a normal dude. So people relate to him and they want to listen to him. Well, and plus their podcast is like crazy popular. So I wonder why. Yeah. Well, I mean. It's all the Swifties coming yeah, to support their boy. The fact, you know, his brother's dating Taylor Swift doesn't really. Uh, it helps it quite a bit. Yeah. So, but yeah, I've gotten that. I've gotten that photo three times. My sister sent me a TikTok of it. I mean, it's so relevant. What a what a time to be alive than to watch Jason Kelsey watch his brother play football without a shirt on. And I don't even know what the I don't even know what the score is. Like, I, well, when the picture was taken, they were winning. So yeah, so I mean, it I, was next to his belly. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I saw it and I was like, "Aw, it's Brad." It's, yeah, wow. <laughs> no, yeah, it was sad. I remember whenever I like I got a bunch of text about that whenever he retired. Hey, Jason retired. Hey, Jason retired. It's like your retired. brother. Yeah, like, it was like they were saying Jason, like, as in, like, me and him talk. We're on, like, a name-to-name basis. Yeah, we know like, each other. Oh, my God, Jason's retiring. Let me text him real quick. That's so cringy. You, know? you see, that's cringy. That's so yeah. cringy. I think, okay, there's, there's a cringe for me. I hate when people say that, like, <laughs> if it's, like, Johnny Depp. Like, you know, Johnny, like, what did you just say? Like, what are you going to say, John? You know, John. You're like, like no. You like tell someone a story about like a celebrity or something like it's just their first name. You're like, do you know them personally? Like, no, you don't know them. Don't say that. Like, <laughs> tell me their full name. Oh my you gosh. Know? Well, I think it's it makes people feel special. It does, but I don't. It's just me, and I know uh, you did tell me one of your topics what? about the cringe. And I want to bring it up. Oh, God. What, what was it? Uh, the people making fun of people for buying, like, off-brand. Oh, like... oh, yeah. So, this was a while ago. And it this was the first thing not on TikTok. It was someone that, in passing, we know. Yeah. Who had posted just online, I think Instagram or Facebook, saying, you know, we need to stop dupe culture. It's toxic. Like, you don't need a dupe for everything. Do you really need a dupe for a $40 cup? You can't just buy the $40 cup. And for me, I like brands. You know that. I'm like a brand yeah. person. Yeah. Um, But I would never judge someone for finding a dupe. You know, like, yeah. especially for things that are pretty, like, pricey. But even not, like, if... Like, for example, there's lots of dupes for sailing cups all over Amazon. And they're, like, 20 bucks. And they're like, well, the amount of uh, that you're spending on them, buying two, three, you could just go buy the, the real thing. But it's like, why do you care? 
Yeah, is it bothering you? Like, yeah. am I, like, hurting you somehow? I mean, your brand, obviously, Stanley is doing so well. They can charge $40 for a cup everyone knows you can duplicate for half the price. Well, it was that, like, elitist mentality that gave me the ick. Yeah. Because it's like, okay, I'm glad that you can financially afford this, right? Yeah. But some people, I mean, maybe they can financially afford it. They just like finding dupes. There's lots of people who've become famous finding dupes for everyday things. Well, because a lot of times, I mean, I hate to burst that person's bubble. Mm -hmm. A lot of times those duplicates are made in the same factory as yours. Exactly. They just slap on a different logo. Yeah. And literally like, let's just buy into this like capitalist trash. Right. Yeah. Like I just don't, that's what I don't understand. Cause I mean, I remember whenever, uh, the, uh, Yeti cups were super popular. Yeah. And, uh, I, I bought an off brand Walmart Yeti cup. You bought a store. A Schmetti. Schmetti. Yeah. I think they're called the Arctic or Arctic or something. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it was $10 and I remember I watched this video on YouTube. The guy did it a test to see what was actually the better cup and the ten dollar cup beat the yeti mm-hmm. which was a, like a hundred dollar cup yeah so it's like who cares i mean if we want to look at things and like outside looking in you're dumb for buying the hundred dollar cup or like lululemon those oh, leggings God. are a hundred dollars they're a hundred dollars and they don't even have any, like, identifying element about them. Aside from them not being made for someone who's plus size. Because they are literally sheer on anyone that is bigger than a size 8. That's insane. Like, and the founder has even said that. Like, it's not made for larger women. Like, the reason they're sheer is because they shouldn't be wearing them. It's like, okay, then we just won't buy them. He literally reminds me of the dude that found Abercrombie. Like, same... That dude. (laughs) ...jerk energy. Yeah. Like, you know that they're really obnoxious little men. We don't want fat people shopping at our store. Because 90% of women are larger than them because they're probably, like, five foot nothing. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry that I'm taller than you. Yeah, excuse me, sir. Yeah. You know? No, they said, like, our, our clothing are for a certain type of women. That's what the founder said. And his PR team, they're working, like, overtime. Just trying to, like, cover it up. Like, yeah. He didn't mean that. He was joking. What he meant to say was. But but I think that's something I love about our society today. Like, granted, we have a lot of negative things about it. But that is something that I like is that we keep we do hold people accountable. Yeah. And, like, what he just said. I think, didn't he, like, tweet it or something? I think he said it in a press conference. That's the thing. It was in a press conference. There's phones everywhere. What he said is now stamped forever. Yeah. So, and it sucks if, you know, you're a person who says something when you're young and, like, you mature in 20 years and that gets brought up. That has happened, and that sucks. But for him, he's probably been a grade-A jerk since he was, like, 20. Mm-hmm. And like his continued, he's like what fifty you know something. He's the kind of dude, yeah. Who would want a trad wife? He's kind of got wants a trad wife. He's <laughs> sipping his Stanley, making his wife use the generic brand one, laughing at her, laughing at her for having a fake Stanley. And he's like, <laughs> so yeah. let's talk about the antithesis 
of that type of man. Okay. Another ick that kind of goes along with the elitist attitude are the people who judge canned meat. Yeah, I don't understand Corn the hate. beef hash. Don't understand the hate. Spam. You you bring that out at a breakfast time with some eggs, that's all I need. You see, and like you actually, so during the first ever Texas winter storm, <laughs> we uh, you, we had spam. Because like we had bought a bunch of spam. Like we bought a bunch of like into the world stuff because yeah. we're like, hey, just in case. Good thing we did. We have a hurricane, have a hurricane uh, box. supply box. Yeah. yeah. And uh, we eat spam and eggs. I never had that before. And I was like, this is actually really good. Like, wow. People should not kick this. It's delicious. It That's like, how you know someone grew up, like, medium poor. Yeah, that's spam. <laughs> because they know how to prepare spam the right way. Yeah. No, it was good. I can totally see. It's crazy because spam is looked at, like, as a cuisine in Hawaii. It is. Oh, you're right. I love spam uh, Hawaii. Spam wasubi, which is like those little sandwiches with the rice yeah. and the the seaweed. The seaweed. Yeah. That's yeah. Like, I don't. I don't know. Like I feel like our society we're so like we're just judgmental. I'm sorry. I just had a moment and I have to bring it up. Yeah. What? So you were talking about the Texas winter storm. Yeah. And you know how we were talking about how there's a certain type of man who wants a trad wife who drinks the Stanley Cup. Yeah. Well, I put all of that together with the Texas winter storm. And the first person that came to my mind was, drum roll please, Ted, Ted Cruz. Cruz. <laughs> How did I know? <laughs> hey, y'all, I'm going to Cancun. <laughs> what kind of winter are we having this year? Are we having a Ted Cruz going to Cancun hey, winter or a regular winter? <laughs> I'm starting to feel like that's just normal now. I feel like we're like, how many, how many winter storms do we have to have before we're like, you know what? This is winter. We're just, it's winter now, guys. Like, today. <laughs> it's went, just normal. I went outside at like 2 o'clock in the afternoon. It's 40 degrees outside. It should not be that cold. Like, it You're like, like, you know what? We're not wrapping our plants anymore. We're raw dogging it. Okay. Here, yeah. That's a, that's a cringe. Who, who made that lie up? Who made that lie up? It was like, you know what? What you do is, you know. Just rip the sheets off your bed. <laughs> you go wrap, go wrap your sunflowers in those sheets because those sheets are gonna—they're gonna keep them warm. They barely keep me warm, so they're gonna keep a plant warm. If ice doesn't kill them, the lack of sunlight sure yeah. will. I want to like take that person who said that. I want to put them outside and throw a sheet at them and say, "Stay warm." I'm like, excuse me, sir. Do you understand that our plants are tropical here in Southeast yeah. Texas? I'm like, I'm like, who made? I, I really, I need to look into that. Do you remember the first storm, the aloe vera? We had giant aloe vera in the backyard. It was so like big. Yeah, it was blooming. Yeah, and they froze. They stood no chance against that ice. No, and then they just thawed out and rotted. It was that terrible. Was horrible. And then the place we put in there, the ones, the other ones, they're gone too now. Yeah, man, we spent like a thousand dollars on new plants. It's like every year. It's every year. You know what? I think my dad had the right idea. We're going straight astroturf in the front yard. Yeah, I think so. Like honestly, like let's play some sports in there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Let's get some rugby going. For we'll football. get astroturf for the front yard, and then we'll go to Hobby Lobby and get some flowers. We'll take one from your grandfather's playbook. <laughs> the fake flowers. <laughs> we'll put some fake flowers in the front yard. Just take the uh, the, uh, the tag tags off because he keeps the tags 
<laughs> These were not three ninety nine. You know, he probably has people driving by his house. Like, how does that man? He doesn't even wrap his flowers when the winter <laughs> storm comes. His flowers are perfect all year round. Why are they fading with the sun? That makes no sense. <laughs> yeah. No, it just, it bugs me. Because, like, you know, I will spend an hour or two wrapping our plants. And it never does anything. No. Like, literally, I, I'm taking the sheets off. And it's like I'm grabbing parts of plant. Because they're, like, breaking off from the freeze. It's so sad. I'm like, who made this up? Like, who was like, go wrap your plants? Like, who made that up? You know? I just, it's like a plant funeral every year. Every year. That's what I'm saying. It's not even a, it's not even a winter storm anymore. It's, it's just winter. It's our winter. Like, we legit have we are winters now. We are the Starks. We are the, yeah. yeah. Winter isn't coming. It's here. So what does that make Ted Cruz? Oh, he's a, he's definitely. Uh, what's it called? The, the White uh, Walker? No, White it? Walker. He's like uh, the family of all the inbreeding going on. <laughs> the Lannisters. The he's Lannisters? a Lannister. He is such a Lannister. Yeah, because you're right. He can't be a White Walker because he leaves he when leaves. winter is here. And the Lannisters, what do they do? The they White leave. Walkers? It's Ercot. Ercot. Yeah, Ercot's Walker. He's <laughs> like, we're coming. Winter's coming and we're turning off your power. <laughs> yeah. Get rid of those rolling blackouts, everybody. Like, what? Like, what What time period do we live in, man? It's the test of one's will. Like, I don't know. Maybe, like, fix the power grid we've had since the 50s? Uh, no. A trad wife would know what to do. She's like, don't worry. She would take her plants that are dying and burn them for her family. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's so, yeah, that's a, oh, my God, the trad wife. Okay, yeah. Well, my I rant's think, over. I was to say, I think this was a, good, a good, a <laughs> good cringe in the right direction. This was good. This is, we needed this. This is our first cringe episode, like, in, what, two weeks, three weeks? I think, like, three weeks. Yeah, you know, but I came with a lot of material in my arsenal, so... You did. It took me a while to warm up. I finally had, like, I just... You set me off on the whole plant thing. I'm sorry. I'm just watching our plants be dead outside right now, so... You'll be fine. I'm just irritated. We're but... going to Hobby Lobby on Monday. It's fine. Okay. Well, that's uh, going to wrap it up. Mm-hmm. I hope you all enjoy this uh, new episode of Cringe, and we will have another episode of Couch Co-op normal coming very soon like within the next like five days Mm -hmm. so thank y'all for listening and we'll catch y'all on the next couch co-op